Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Dawn of X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the best books in the X-Men line. I'm your host, Nick, accompanied at the far reaches of burning Krakoa. I know. We're all the way on this other side of the island. It's Josh. What are we going to do, man? This judgment is coming. People are passing. People are failing. I don't know if I've been tested yet. Do you know if you've been tested yet? If I have, I failed. Uh, the 100% I failed. I failed most tests I've ever taken in my life. <laughs> and we'll definitely get to this more in Judgment Day, but I now want to re-debate you on what it means to be judged. <laughs> yeah. Because you I'm... told me last episode I was wrong. Yeah. About no, how I'm... I interpreted it, and now I don't think I was. I, I, I think it's just all willy-nilly now. Yeah. <laughs> or, and I'll go into more detail later, or it's all bullshit, but we'll get there. Yeah, it feels like bullshit. Yeah. All right. So today we'll be covering Judgment Day tie-ins of X-Men issue 13 and issue 14. Then your boy is going to be reviewing this issue of Immortal X-Men 6. And then if we have time. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be covering Judgment Day number four. I but know. Most importantly, we're here yeah. for the Sebastian Shaw content that we're about to get. Yeah, I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> and I think Judgment Day 5 came out this week. I believe so. I haven't I haven't made my way to the shop quite yet, but I believe yeah. it did. I think in the in the main continuity that we're gonna be covering, it should only be X-Men Red number six. I believe and so. then Judgment Day Five. I believe so. All right, so let's kick it off, Josh. You covering number thirteen? All right. Well, we're gonna go over this real quick because it's uh, it's been a minute since I've read it. One, and also, um, it's just kind of like we were talking before in, in the last episode, where it's one of those ones that just kind of fills in more of a battle scene. Yes, that that you kind of saw in passing elsewhere. It's honestly, I had this idea that when it was Hickman in charge. The tie-ins felt more important. Yeah, they did. There was more cohesiveness between all the issues, so it really felt like this was the missing part of this story that we didn't get to in the main story. Yeah. Now it's more like every other tie-in, <laughs> to be it honest. Really, yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that a lot. And, yeah. So, <clears throat> so in this one, the X-Men, the newly formed X-Men, are fighting a bunch of kaiju because that's what I'm just going to continue to call them. I know they're like celestials or whatever, but the they're kaiju. They're fucking kaiju. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it was an excuse to make kaijus. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, they're struggling a little bit. And, you know, Cyclops is like, Forge, uh, you're going to help us out at any point here? Or are you sunbathing? He's like, motherfucker, I'm doing both. All right, hold <laughs> on. I'm looking great and I'm putting this together. All right, I got this cool little laser gun now. Blammo, we killed one. If that's his thing throughout the rest of this part of this year, the X-Men run, I'd love that. Oh, I'm here. So we have sassy sinister. I want like, I don't know. I can't think of an F word for uh, for like funny forge, but like, <laughs> like snarky is what he is. And I yeah, love snarky. It. We're like, yeah, yeah. I'm smart enough to do two things at once. Fuck yeah. off. Like, <laughs> yeah, I love I love I'm here for snarky forge. Um, and so while this is happening, Gene meets Icarus on the astral plane to be like, hey, um, we're getting our asses fucking handed to us right now. What are you do? What's going on with you people? Like, I thought you seemed cool. We had, you know, we went to we went on that date one time. We both agreed that it wasn't going to be anything, but we had fun. And now you're trying to kill everybody. So what what's this all about? And so um, he basically says, all right, you can you can. I'll help you out. 
you have to sneak into basically a headquarters where they have where all these like where they're basically powering all the celestials to come out of all these kaiju to come out of yeah and so he gives her the tools needed to to break in so the x-men put but together what's the important rule oh the one important rule yeah sorry <laughs> but he says you can't kill any eternals and she says well that sounds like a fair fair and square deal you got it babe <laughs> and uh she takes off and so uh then she leaves um firestar iceman and sink and forge basically in charge of going down to this underwater base where um where Icarus is, is allowing them to escape into while doing so they're attacked by some like sea creature because <laughs> yeah. again they're kaiju um, and like Iceman does this like he's just showing the fuck off in these couple issues he does this thing like he just oh yes rap- that's literally the point of these couple issues <laughs> yeah right this is just these are just Iceman showing off issues <clears throat> so yeah Iceman Iceman wraps them in his, his fucking ice and they sink down to the bottom of the ocean magic magics them into the middle of the base what is it like where like what it's just yeah i don't know it's It's just and so yeah they get there and they uh power core i guess yeah and so they get there they do some battling um they realize they got to shut this thing off because you're right it's it's more of like a it's a power core yeah it's like a battery that's charging all the uh the kaiju and so uh yeah iceman just freezes the entire fucking thing i'm just gonna <laughs> cut to the chase he just freezes the entire goddamn thing and it uh basically blows up <laughs> um i forget they they kill somebody i'm not gonna i'm not gonna show you but who they kill they, they just kill everybody who's in there right like yeah yeah okay so whoopsie daisy they weren't supposed to do that but um no things get complicated <laughs> you know things things go sideways and uh yeah but they live to fight another day magic gets them out of there um havoc is like so uh we all gonna go get some drinks or something or what's, what's up and then god speaks and then god comes down and basically says i'm here to judge you all which for people who weren't in the in the main battle of Judgment Day, I guess issue one or two, like now they just have a surprise. <laughs> yeah, like they it, these this particular group, they get to pop back out and they're like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like, wait, I thought we had one problem, now we have a major problem. Here we are celebrating this victory. Oh, a bigger problem. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 Um, also, we get a little letter from Firestar's mom, mm. kind of warning Emma. I like her, I think it was her dad, actually. Her yeah. dad? Oh, sorry. yeah. I oh, think, yeah. Bart yeah. Yeah. was writing to Emma, basically saying, "You fucked with my daughter enough. What What are you doing right now?" Because Emma was out in support of her being an X Men. He, he thinks that she's. He is concerned that she's once again manipulating, uh, Angelica. What whatever the fuck her last name is, I can't remember right now. Yeah, but and I I do like at the I think at the end he was basically saying like don't underestimate her though because like there's yeah. gonna be consequences if you try this shit again. Yeah, like implying that she's super powerful now. <laughs> yeah, which we see example of in the next issue. Yep. Before we get to that, how many X's do you give this tie-in issue? Nah, it was like a solid three Xer. I give it two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Now the next issue, issue fourteen of X Men. 
is very Iceman centric. So this is the kind of tie-in I do enjoy because I feel like the writer snuck in a story he wanted to tell anyway. Yeah. Like this feels more like when uh uh Duggan Dugan mm-hmm. um when he has like those one-off issues that are really highlighting one character and why they're important. Yeah. And I feel like he just snuck it into the middle of an event because literally this opens up with the X-Men attacking these aliens that for some reason have Nova Corps helmets, but they're not Nova Corps. Uh, they were trying to, I guess, impress Game World or try and win a bet for Game World. That's not even there anymore. Yeah, uh, you know, we'll, we're, you know, it's space. Things get around slowly. Yeah, exactly. And immediately Magic and Cyclops are like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing it? And he's like, we're wearing helmets. You can't beat us. And he's like, I fought a dude who wears a helmet since I was like a teenager. I know how to handle this, <laughs> like which I love. I, lo- I love any power and skill tactician progression because of stuff we've been reading for the past 20 yeah. plus years. Yeah, like, it's, it's yeah sure. He did fight a guy with a helmet. That makes sense. So eventually they realize there's going to be a huge like solar flare incident happening. I could destroy everything on Earth, like always. And basically... Gene just says, all right, Ice Man, I'm going to chuck you up there and you're going to make a giant ice force field. And he's like, okay. And he does his best. And then she's like, all right, Firestar, when that thing blows up, you're going to melt it. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, that's that's one plan. And as they're trying to figure out that's going to work, hey, Ford, is that going to work? Yeah. Yeah. I'm making mathematic equations in the sand as you talk. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> Uh, Iceman's like, tell tell Ford to put on his thinking bandana. <laughs> <laughs> also, shout out to uh, Firestar's new look. I oh like my it. god, I was just thinking the same thing. I love her new outfit, and I love the mask. Yeah, um, Marvel Legends. Take note. Make a figure of that. Oh, that'd be dope looking. Oh, side note, I just bought a Darwin figure today. It was on sale at Target. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, very basic figure, but like, yeah, I can pay half off for Darwin. Like, sure. you know. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. So when it explodes, like chunks of flames are starting to hit Iceman. He's like, all right, guys, we need to figure this out like now. And they save the day and everything blows up on the ice thing. And a big rainbow is made from the water and the fire and everything. And they fall down. And as Iceman's like, hey, we got to get back to the main story. Um, He's stopped by a reporter. He's like, I don't have time. But actually, you know what? I do have time. And basically, if you want to know the whole point of this issue, it's in this little bit here about accepting yourself, being who you really are. You know, he used to think he had to conform to fit in. But you know what? He doesn't have to conform. He's a mutant and a gay man, and he's proud of it, and he's going to be himself. And he explains why he hasn't been in human form in a long time, because he wants to represent mutants that can't hide themselves. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was really nice, especially for anyone who is in uh, the gay community, the LGBTQ community, like this is speaking to them, obviously, which is good. It's a good message to have to show like, I love it. It's okay to be yourself and don't ever hide who you are. Cause when I did, I wasn't as powerful. Now look at me. Now I did giggle at the fact that the reporter is like, no, keep that. He's gay in not the fact that he wants, he wants to keep the gay in the fact that, you're worrying about this when the world is about to be judged by a space god. Yeah. 
<laughs> like that i was like that's the one like this whole story works better without judgment day happening yeah i do not believe two reporters are arguing about a piece about a gay mutant when the world is about to be destroyed in less than a day <laughs> but as we've often said um it's a Tuesday in the Marvel Universe, though. You know what I mean? Like It is, but like this is an event Tuesday, which means like top news. Like this is not going to be on the front page. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And yes, I, it was it was obviously more to just hammer home a point. But I um, whatever, man, hammer it home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's a point worth making. It's a, it's a very well written piece of him explaining himself and i really like that aspect it's just like the frame of how it's happening made me giggle a little bit yeah no i hear you i hear you yeah. from. and then we have the last few pages which surprised me and also confused me where cyclops walks up to the celestial and is like you don't judge me my team maybe they can and judge Jean me. gray and Jean gray and Jean gray if you want to take it up with her i can arrange that and then you just like you pass <laughs> yeah i i don't and then he walks away smiling <laughs> yeah i don't i don't get i don't really understand it myself like i said we'll but... get more into it but like the criteria of judgment is as i said last week it varies from person to person yes and, and it they go also into a seems lot to... of that and as we get in, yeah as we get into the the main judgment day book it honestly just seems like it varies on how this person's feeling or how this God is feeling in the moment. Like yeah. some of it is like honest to goodness, like spur of the moment decision. Well, that's the one you're getting judged on versus some of it is like the totality of somebody's life. And that's what they're yes. getting judged on. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what? which one is it then? Like, like, exactly. That's where I'm like, all right, well just pick one of those. Because it also seems like if you are a bad person who does bad things, but you stay true to yourself, you pass. I think that is that just what it is that you that's just, what has to, because and I, I, we keep saying we're gonna get to it, but I'm just saying as an example, the Doctor Doom bit, where yeah. it's like admit that Reed Richards is smarter than you, and you'll survive, and he just laughs and walks away, so he passes. Like yeah. that's but like Reed Richards is smarter <laughs> than him, and his arrogance is what always stops him. So why does that make him eligible to pass? I but then like it. Captain America fails because his idealism hasn't been achieved yet, like. <laughs> The criteria just sways. Yeah. But if you're a kid, I'm not a monster. I'm not going to judge a kid. Yeah. (laughs) Like, wait, so are all kids going to survive then? Like, and then like, also it it really like there is a, we'll we'll save it. Let's talk, let's talk about Sebastian show. So last time we read immortal X-Men, it was all about uh, Exodus. Before that, it was all about destiny. Well, you know what? It's my boy's turn. Yeah. Sebastian Shaw. Y'all strap in. So we open up the issue kind of not again. This is how tie in should work. Not really recapping what happened in the last issue, but more giving us a different perspective while leading into a new story. I really like that. Also, did, I, did we give X's to the last book? Three X's. Three X's. Three yeah. X's. So we find out after everything went down with the possible future of what happens if they actually destroy the celestial, what should happen we find out that destiny was judged. She was judged and not favorably 
in the image of her mother, she said, but it looks like Mystique. No, it was Mystique. Yeah, okay. She was lying. I thought, I thought I was missing something. All right. So judged by the image of Mystique with this weird giant eye thing they all get, apparently. She was judged. She was judged for lying. Yeah. And then lied about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we cut to the council and they're all kind of comparing stories and saying, what should we do? We find out Emma was already judged also unfavorably by the the children of Genosa, right? Yeah, I think those are just, if not that, just like all the kids over the years that she's taught and have lost. But yeah. Yeah, because I recognize the original version of um, uh, Teenage Warhead. Yeah. Yeah, then it's got to be Genosha then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kitty's like, I passed. I don't really know what I did, but I passed. <laughs> God bless Kitty. Yeah. And Xavier, I love this Xavier bit because it's like, I don't know if I was judged, which we find out later he was being judged probably at this exact moment. Probably. But yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. But then after, by the way, here's a test for all of you. If I die again, don't pull that shit. <laughs> Xavier being sassy. Oh, that was I I enjoyed that moment of Xavier and I don't enjoy many Xavier moments. Oh, no, it was so justified. Like I was gone for like a few minutes and you almost destroyed the world. Like, <laughs> think about that. Like if you're a leader of a group and you're gone for a few minutes and then everyone almost died, you'd be like, can you not? Yeah, guys, I trusted you all for a reason. Don't make <laughs> me regret this. Yeah. And I, I do like that uh, Sebastian's kind of narrating most of the issue and saying stuff like, hey, you know what? He's doing. He's literally in the middle of a psychic battle right now. I give him some props. He has a right to be a little angry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, we're all going to let that one slide. <laughs> yeah, he can, he can get a little testy. And Storm also agrees like, yeah, let's not make these kind of choices like that again. <laughs> Storm's like, you pull this shit when I'm off world again, motherfucker. You see what happens. Yeah. He like, straight actually, up says there's going to be consequences. Yeah. That did feel like a threat to the group. <laughs> no, doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't she say there will be consequences? Yeah. Yeah. And I did like that. Emma said, I failed my test because I didn't actually pick either or, which isn't a choice, meaning I failed. <laughs> and I, I like that little yeah. aspect of it. And then we have a flashback to when Sebastian was uh, younger and his, he, his kid was like probably five or six, asking to play with daddy. <laughs> he literally is like, when I'm at this table, I'm making money. Do you have a million dollars? No, yeah, that was that was baby Sebastian. Oh, that was baby Sebastian. Yeah, that was Sebastian was, I to that was his, his dad. Son. No, no, that was Sebastian to his dad. Oh, OK. That makes a lot more sense. So Sebastian, from a very young age, immediately being shunned off for people who don't value him, basically. So he learned at a young age, like, I need money and power to matter to anyone. Yeah, so I, that I, really I love cool... that bit afterwards yeah. where you see him at his dad's grave being like, this is my first million. And he pours the money on, on his dad's grave and burns it. And yeah, basically, like, says, I too. hope it keeps you warm in hell. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yep. I love it. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, that's badass. That's. That's definitely Which honestly would... is really good, um, really good foreshadowing to the ending of the book. Yes, very true. So while they're kind of arguing back and forth about how to handle the situation, a demon appears. I'm assuming this was the test from the celestial. I think so. Yeah, I think they didn't really flat out say that, but I guess it was. Basically, a demon has Exus's friend from the last issue, 
And he's like, if you just switch places with me, I'll be free and you'll be in hell. And he's like, I can't, bro, because like I got responsibilities that are bigger than me and you. And I wish the other person was like, yeah, 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 good excuse. Good excuse. You have the other responsibilities. Like- mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, 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 okay. I'll just, I'll just go back to an eternity of torture. Okay. <laughs> oh, but, but you have important business to take care of. <laughs> but as long as this important business of yours is managed. <laughs> and I love this because then we get to quintessential Sebastian Shaw, which means the shirt's coming off. Oh, it all came off. It all came off, yes. <laughs> As the fire and brimstone is shooting everywhere, and everyone's kind of, rightfully so, just kind of shocked about the situation happening in front of them. Yeah, Sebastian... it, very, it very much seems like just out of nowhere, Exodus's test became like a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it was literally, like, I thought I missed a page. Like, it just yeah, appeared in the too, middle. Man. So everyone's like, oh shit, a demon. And Sebastian's like, we don't have time for this. I got this as his clothes burn off from the fire. And now he's literally butt naked. And he's like, I got this. And he just punches Exodus to stop this whole shit show. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. And walking back up the steps, butt naked with smoke covering his crotch. (laughs) Yeah. It's fucking, it's fucking wild. Exodus is kind of just like, Hey man, I didn't really see you as a guy of faith. Like if anything, you're the opposite. Like, why would you help me? And he's just like, we got to get shit done, all right? Don't make it easy for him. Like, don't make a choice yet, all right? Like, yeah. we got shit to do. Yeah, it's it's incredible how, like, just no-nonsense Sebastian is. Oh, and everyone yeah. throughout this issue is, huh, I figured you'd be doing X, Y, or Z right now. And he's like, no, I'm doing this because I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Like, you're all children and stupid. And I'm, he's basically being practical, pragmatic. Like, this is what's important, X, yeah. Y, and Z. yeah. And actually, before this moment, they were talking about how, hey, there's a few Eternals on our side that have a plan. And immediately, Sebastian's like, I'll talk to him. Listen, listen, I know you all think I'm a bad guy. If I'm good at anything, it's making deals. And they're all kind of like, shit, he's right. They're like, ah, he's got us there. He's a good deal maker. He is a billionaire. He probably knows how to make a few deals and talk to people. Yeah, that, that deal he made to create the Sentinels, that was a good deal. Yeah, I was like, hey, as he talks about here, he does not regret that shit. I know, I, I love it. I, he I love made that. more money off it. Exactly. He's very much in the sinister category of like, are you proud of mutants or are you just like, this is where my opportunities lie? Yep. <laughs> like sometimes he seems proud of being a mutant in the mutant community and what they've made. And sometimes he's like, this is what works for me for now. And when it doesn't, I'm out. Exactly. I think he is proud when it's convenient and not and doesn't care when it's not. I mean, the whole Hellfire Club was originally saying we don't really give a shit what you do. We just happen to be four mutants that take over because we can. So eventually we cut back to the Hellfire Club to his mansion. And well, I can't say his name now. Star Fox. Star, I keep I was gonna try to say his real name, but Star Fox, whatever. They have a little deal talking about what they should do, but, but oh, before that. Sorry if I'm jumping around a bit. Before that, he's about to be judged. Sebastian's going to be judged by Emma Frost, of all people. And I fucking love how offended he was that you'd use her image. I don't care what she thinks. But he does. He does. Yeah, it means he does. And he and he like I like that he's self-aware enough to like admit that. All right. That this obviously means something, but I'm just not going to poke at it right now. (laughs) 
Yeah. And then when it disappears and gives him the thumbs down, he's like, no, come back and listen. You come back here and listen to my shit. Like, And he basically has like a little mini monologue of like, I accept that I'm a bad person. I accept that one day I'm going to burn. And until then, whatever. Fuck off. Like, yeah. <laughs> which again, from the criteria of this thing, I feel like that should have meant he passed. Like he does accept himself and his life and what he does and works for himself. Like, in his image, he is correct. So shouldn't that mean he should win and pass? I don't think that. Yeah, I don't get the logic to it, man. Yeah. So then he's talking to Star Fox about what we should do. How? What's a good terms we can all reach so we can figure out all this shit? And he's like, well, all this started with the immortality stuff. Is there a way we can work with that? And he's like, um, maybe. Like, <laughs> like no. Well, before That's- he says like, no, we, we're not going to budge on those kind of things. But like, he also kind of alludes like, we'll find something. Like, we'll yeah, but it's not going to be like he because because he was judged by Emma. He he comes to understand that that means something, and so in this deal making, he says, "I won't do anything that will harm our children." Like nothing. Yeah. Like so. That's I think that's why he takes immortality off the table. Yeah. Is like. That's to preserve our legacy and our children. I I took it more as that's a good manipulation tool that he doesn't feel Emma's genuine about, but uses as like a like a weapon, basically, like a good shield to use. And I, I feel like he's taking that the same way. Like I have, I can use the same thing. I can use her bullshit just as good as she uses it. I'm gonna use it now, perhaps. But I, I think it's, I think it's actual sincerity. I think he does believe her, and I think because, because she was the one that judged him, and because of the way he talked about her in the beginning of the, the issue, I, I do think he is, he is sincerely thinking, this is what Emma would want, and this is what I'm going to do. Because I think Emma, I think Emma would make the right choice here, so I'm going to make the choice Emma would make. Possibly, yeah. Um, but next scene, he um makes a deal with, I guess, a demon. We didn't really find out much about. Yeah. Her so this, yeah, stopped. this person, yeah, this new, this new entity is is basically in Legion of X right now. Where I'm not up to date on it, so I don't really know what I don't know much about Mother Righteous, other than I know she, um. Is fucking around of some sort. <laughs> yeah, she's some kind of devil creature that's fucking around with uh with Legion right now. Yeah. So the book basically ends with making a mysterious deal with Mother uh what was it again? Mother, Mother righteous. righteous. Yeah. And again, he says he's a he's approaching this as a business transaction because if we're all dead, all his business means nothing. Yeah. So I want to live forever. Yeah. And he and what does he do? He calls upon a devil. He's gonna make a deal with the devil to, to live forever. So maybe, maybe everyone else's immortality is on the table then, or maybe, or just maybe, he's gonna like try and make a deal with this devil to give all mutants immortality, regardless of mm. five or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. I wonder what really he's up to. Um, I gave this four and a half X's. I gave it four. Yep. I gave it four. Nice. All right, so next up, we have Judgment Day number four. There is a lot to talk about. (laughs) There is a lot going on here, man. So issue four of Judgment Day starts off basically with Captain America trying to like, everyone, chill the fuck out. He's at the treehouse. 
I guess the mob's gonna try and burn down the treehouse, probably. Yeah, and, all these anti-mutant folk. Yeah. Yeah, like ignoring the fact that you're all gonna be judged soon, so maybe you shouldn't be doing something terrible. Yeah, it's it does it did feel a little weird. Like, okay, there's like more important things going on right now than death to the mutants. Yeah, and our narrator, the celestial, basically criticizing everyone throughout the whole issue. He's a little bitch, man. He's he's kind of a bitch. And basically saying, well, of course, Captain America can do this. He's already been judged and not passed, so he can talk to his people as much as he wants. And people are attacking him, going crazy. Back at Avengers Mountain, basically, they're all be like, all right, Star Fox, our plan, you're going to make everyone happy. Peace and love everywhere. And he's like, that doesn't work that way. It's not going to work. <laughs> and of course, in the background, our narrator, that is correct. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we get a big montage of different, like Avengers, like any Marvel character, basically how they're getting judged. A lot of them are like, little clever things, but also leads me to problems of like, what is the criteria? I know. So I'm going to go through a few of these. All right. We have one man who was beat up for looking Eastern European, and he spits out his tooth. He fails to see the irony. He fails. Wait, what? Thor, well, his hammer by definition means he's worthy, so he passes. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay. Um, Miss Marvel was offered by Captain Marvel to take her and her family. Like, this one makes sense. Like, oh, I'm coming in the image of Captain Marvel. You can save yourself and your whole family by leaving the planet. She says no, and where's the real Captain Marvel? She passes because she wasn't selfish, I guess. Um, Xavier fails because he appeared as an image of his son saying, I need your help for one second. And he wouldn't give his son attention. He fails. Uh, but then there's stuff like the woman who lost her husband last yeah, issue to create he, him. Yes. You know and I mean? he's just like, uh, I'm not going to judge her right now. And he's fine. like, I fear she could judge me. Like yeah. it was in that moment that I'm like, you are no you're not a guy like he's not a yeah, guy what's happening like <laughs> like you're you're if you have fear of this woman then you're not a god you're just you are a pet you're just a petty human too yeah so something off about that i mentioned the um dr doom one earlier so we get a few of those oh i did like the miles morales one where i appeared as spider-man i gave him a thumbs up he gave me a thumbs up back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like of course dude. like I, I i just visioned miles being like yeah cool hey, what's up dude like i'm yeah. doing something here <laughs> like you got something to say oh you're just gone now okay the uh, as someone who's currently reading the daredevil book um it was kind of sad that he appeared say you didn't pass because you have a big moral code but you still always resort to violence you still do yeah. this <laughs> yeah i don't i i know enough about i'm not currently reading daredevil but it yeah, was yeah, no, yeah. i still yes <laughs> like yeah that was a like i like that because he goes to him like he he keeps appearing to people as like a thing that they value basically and and or hold in high esteem and so he comes to fucking matt as christ even though he can't like, see him he has a vision of him yeah <laughs> a vision in his mind um that, that's one thing i was kind of laughing like well you didn't like appear to him he can't see you yeah like, he saw the outline of you <laughs> exactly. but like Point when he outline. when he fails matt's like i know and he's like crying and then he just goes back to doing it. <laughs> like, 
Yeah. <laughs> and back to work. And he carries on. Yeah. But then, like, uh, Kenta is still not doing his homework. I withhold judgment. He's too young. I'm not a monster. What does that mean? Aren't you saying you're going to destroy the world if people don't pass? Like, wh- yeah. what? Are babies going to be just alive? Like, kids? Like, teenage? Is this the tribe? Like, are only children going to survive this? Like, what the fuck? And also, yeah, I referenced the tribe, an obscure New Zealand teen drama. Anyway. Um... Yeah, you did. Jesus. Okay. Even I don't go, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So then we have Star Fox talking to the UN, how we all have to come together. It's going to work. and We got a plan. Now, this is kind of where I got. Actually, no, this part I understood. But there's a part later where I get a little confused. So the main team is talking about how to handle the situation. It's like, okay, well, he's Druig still has this badass in his back pocket who could destroy everything. He destroyed Mars you know what are we going to do if he lets him go because Druig is petty and if he thinks he's losing he's gonna bring out this guy which is exactly what happens so star fox is like all right well first Druig says i'm gonna put the the biggest baddest unimind ever it's gonna be all the kaiju and it's gonna be all of us and we're gonna just do another unimind because they're weak and we're just gonna fuck them all up and it's gonna be great and then they're like, yeah, yeah, that was the plan. We knew we were going to do that. Yeah, we we wanted you to do that. We um we baited you into doing that because? Because we're all, as mutants, going to join in on the Unimind, which I was a little confused about how. Just telekinesis, basically? Uh, Just Gene and Cyclops. I mean, Gene and uh, Xavier and all of them are just that strong, I'm guessing. Yeah. Open the door. Because at first I was like, oh, is it because they were saying how like deviants have similar genetic code or something? No, maybe. I mean, it could be that. But it, it like, yeah, maybe because they have similar codes. But like, yeah, I, I took it to mean like because it exists in the astral plane, the mutants can get there. They they basically live in the astral plane. Yeah, sometimes. So all the mutants are like nay (laughs) stop destroying everything we disagree and we all vote star lord as our new leader so so, i mean star lord star fox and jimmy's like oh really for reals fuck that shit hey dude you're out you're free so you're gonna join in the unimine and help me out right he's like no i'm thanos's granddad no i'm not joining there if you were worth helping maybe i would but instead, I'm just going to do what I do best, which is wreck shit. So these, this is, what, again, where I was getting a little confused by, like, these laser beams that were, I guess, bombarding Mars before, right? Yeah. I'm assuming it destroyed Australia, apparently. It it certainly seems that way. Yeah, like Australia is not a thing anymore, and Paris got pretty messed up. Basically, all the planetary attacks they did on Mars, and... Storm Magneto are like, we're back for vengeance, motherfucker. And again, I wasn't fully clear, but they basically just turned all the guns against this guy. Yes, they they was somehow there was a switch that Tony Stark needed Magneto and Storm's combined powers to override so that he could reprogram his army or something. It was very like, okay, wavy. Sure. And then maybe Magneto dies in a beautiful art. Like that image of Storm holding Magneto is really. Yeah, you mean this fucking image of the the Mother Mary and Jesus? Yeah, basically. (laughs) 
but like just the way it is in the art like props like that image is gorgeous um and then they're kind of like so we did it right we won we have enough time and like we're gonna now plead our case and they go to celestial and say hey now we're all unified give just give us a little more time as a species because now we can get on the right path wait he's basically like too much further hold on i do want to there was a moment i i remember now um so after magneto dies and they they basically just re-imprison thanos's grandfather yeah but the mutants wanted to fucking eliminate him yes and cersei and icarus who knows what will happen if that happens because he's an eternal well get brought back yeah but a person will die like they know that a human will die if that happens and they don't yes i'm and they want to keep that secret that's the thing i'm wondering if that's gonna fuck up everything soon that's i mean you you, it seems like that's how that's how that's gonna play out no yeah so the celestials like i don't give a shit wait that's all great great but you could have all the time in the world you're still never gonna really be better you should have been better before i showed up so you know what you're all judged put his hand down and then now again confusion it's killing everyone yeah well that's because that's what it said basically it was judging everyone individually and if more passed then failed everyone would get to live but if more failed than passed everyone was gonna die yeah not cool um and then it literally ends with captain america holding like a skeleton of a body while his body's being like torn apart and that's it as as captain america says we're going to die yeah (laughs) like when captain america loses hope yeah you're kind of fucked that's not good Um, right not good that's not that's not usually a good sign so what I have a lot of questions All right. because I happen to have a lot of answers and I'm sure people already know because issue five already came out, but that's true. Is this all bullshit? Because he was invented to stop this battle. If in his high thinking mind is if I make everyone think they're going to die right now, they're going to have to work together. It could be man. Like I, I don't, it's it certainly seems like our only options are, everything changes forever <laughs> or this was all uh, a big swerve and none of this really happened a you know very I mean? elaborate swerve that like got you thought you all thought you were gonna die every single one of you super traumatized because i'm assuming everyone has been judged at one point either knowing it or not to get to the point of him doing thumbs down like i'm assuming he was doing multiple judgments at once it certainly seemed that way, yes. Yeah. So, again, this is making me come around the series in the sense of, like, this is a very unique concept. This is a very interesting, <clears throat> like, debate you have to have with these characters. It all depends how they stick the landing and if they stick the landing. I know. Like, this... so much is riding on the ending not being a cop-out. My, my Yeah, my fear is that, you know... Though there are a lot of kaiju battles happening, this is a rare event that is very character introspective. You know what I mean? Yes. And I was actually wondering, like, would this event be better if it was just a Marvel event like any other event? Like, you don't put X-Men or Eternals or anything above it. You just put Judgment Day, Marvel event. It involves everything. 
when this event at first at least felt limited to eternals x-men a little bit of the avengers when i feel like this would might be a better event if everyone was involved everyone was affected and it just happened to the main crux of it would be the mutant's ability becoming revealed could be i'm taking a look at the checklist here because i'm seeing where else these tie-ins are happening So it looks like it touches Fantastic Four and Spider-Man at some point. Yeah, it is spreading out, and there's gonna Iron be a Fist. there's gonna be an Avengers one and X-Men one. That's gonna be happening in Captain Marvel. But yeah, like, and then we have the Omega issue after issue six, or so probably mm-hmm. the epilogue, whatever. God, there's um, man, they're really dragging this shit out. They are October. I mean, November technically. So. In a nutshell, this issue gets five X's. I really like this issue. Actually, I, I'm going to give it four and a half only because of the hand wavy part. Yeah, I'm going f- a four because of four. that. Yeah, but like execution and what's happening is really cool and really inventive. It's just the hand wavy part and like how what's the criteria of judging people is also kind of like swaying a lot. Like if yeah, this it's... is not a swerve. If he kills everyone, but then like I don't know. I, this is pure assumption. I have no spoilers, thankfully. If they plan for that too, and then everyone gets resurrected from a new resurrection protocol, maybe on Mars. Maybe they regrew everything on Mars and using Mars as a hatchery, and they bring everyone back. I don't. I don't know. It's weird. I, it, it's all. I mean, anything that happens at this point is going to be weird. Yes, definitely. So there's that. So like, I am very curious where it's going. This has not been a predictable event so far. I'll give no, it that much. It, it, I certainly <laughs> have not seen any of this coming. No. So I can't wait to see where it goes next. Next episode, we're definitely going to be covering uh, X-Men Red, number six, I believe. Judgment Day, so. number five. And actually, I'm gonna, we're going to have a conversation here on air. Um, how about because we're behind on new mutants a lot there's a lot of new mutant stuff we're behind on yeah we can just do a special new mutants episode just catch up i think we're like four issues behind okay i know they had a special anniversary issue like the 30th issue was like an anniversary issue oh true i don't remember yeah so i think that would be a good episode to do that maybe we'll have like an independent review of new mutants i'll make you watch that again your favorite movie wait what? Why are we gonna do another review of the movie? We already did a whole episode on it. We did a whole episode on it. Yeah, I thought we just in, like spliced it into our ranking episode. Uh, maybe I don't remember now. We talked <laughs> about it. We talked about it already. We I was. Need... I want to trick you into watching it again. Um, no, I don't want to watch it again. I know you don't. <laughs> I, you know what? I random slide tangent. I was in the mood for watching X Men, and I just put on Apocalypse. I enjoy Apocalypse. I still enjoy it. It's not a great movie, but it's kind of just like an episode of the X-Men cartoon. Yeah, it's definitely it it definitely had a cartoon vibe to it, yeah. <laughs> and I do stand by that Dark Phoenix is not a bad movie. I oh no, I'm with you on that one still. I'm with yeah. you on that one still. All right, guys. So uh, if you want to join on that tangent, come back next week. Yeah. Right. And uh Josh, where can they find you to tell you to watch New Mutants again? Oh, well, they can go on Twitter. I'm at Xbrary and it's librarian with an X, but I'm still not going to watch the movie. <laughs> what about when they want to tell you to, you know, get over it, man? Stop bothering me about this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, you can say that to uh, Xbarians. It's librarians with an X. All but right. if you want to talk right. to uh, say nice things, 
you can find me at madman3005 that's only a, nice things sure all right guys thank you so much for listening don't forget to tell every single person you know obsessively <laughs> about this show don't forget to review and to like it with the stars and x's and all those good things so until then guys we'll see you wait what's that it's a giant thumb oh god we'll see you next time